Welcome to the Primal Canadians podcast, where you can learn how to solve sophisticated problems with primal wisdom. And now your hosts, the Primal Canadians. What's happening, Primal Canadians? So excited to be here with you today. We're talking about toxins in the home. All right, welcome to the show. I'm excited to be back in the studio with you, Lucas, and I'm excited to talk about uh, this particular subject, even though it may not be uh, an exciting subject, but it's something where we can really improve and really make a difference and start moving our health markers forward. Yeah, absolutely. And it's something that I think doesn't get talked about nearly enough. Uh, A lot of people... Uh, there's just everyday toxins around us and people are just now recently starting to wake up to just how damaging they can be. Yeah, definitely gets overlooked way too much. And I feel like we don't really recognize it until there's an actual problem. So uh, here at the Primal Canadians, we're all about prevention. And that's why we want to address those kinds of things and talk about them. Because uh, once it's progressed to the point where there's a noticeable problem or where it's addressed by a doctor or something like that, then uh, it's pretty advanced and we want to avoid that for as long as we can. Yeah, absolutely. By the time the symptoms show up, it's often too late to solve the problem uh, or at least too late to solve it easily. We live in the petrochemical age. There's no two ways about it now. Everything we use on a daily basis is inundated with chemicals and lots of the most common cleaning products and our clothing and our hair products and makeups and all kinds of things are just totally loaded with chemicals. But chemicals have been a relatively recent addition to human existence. It's only been in the last maybe 150, 200 years that chemicals have really been a part of daily life and the last 10 years when they've really exploded. Yeah, I'd say something like that. I mean, probably within a hundred that they've actually really, you know, made themselves into our civilization. And now, uh, yeah, they've definitely exploding within the last 10, 15 years. Uh, the, the types and the amounts that we're using, um, 10, 15, I guess I should go even back, like back, you know, early 1900s when we started using DDT uh, for sprays. That was extremely detrimental, uh, quickly recognized and got banned to some degree i know it's still out there and uh it's other it's cousins i'll call it are really no better so a lot of the products that we use instead are not that much better uh, and they still have detrimental effects yeah a lot of there's been new new chemicals invented to replace things like ddt and some of the more Uh, noxious chemicals out there where the adverse effects were immediately obvious but what's happening now is the adverse effects uh, don't show up necessarily as quickly with some of these newer chemicals they've been very well engineered to not kill us immediately and because of that we think they're relatively safe when the truth is they build up in our systems and they are not safe at all yeah yeah, they put us uh, they put us at risk, and they tax our organs, and uh, they make things work overtime, and then all of a sudden we're uh, we're just compromised and uh, not as strong as we could be. Exactly. So let's dive into some of them. Um, the the most common ones that uh, we see uh, in in people's homes. Like, what do you think that would be like the most common one, Lucas, that you would know of that uh, t- to look out for? The one that jumps to mind immediately is plastic. It's something that we're surrounded by all the time. And in many cases, it's fairly inert um, as far as the way it affects us. But 
we use it to store our food and our water and things like that. And that's where the real problem with plastic shows up uh, in terms of ingesting chemicals. Yep, totally. Uh, like the, the BP, is, am I saying that right? Uh, BPA, bisphenol B- A. B- that's right. Yeah, the BPA. And that one also, like, you know, there's a lot of containers now that are labeled BPA free. Um, and they've used another substance that isn't recognized yet as, dan- as dangerous as BPA. So a lot of the times, yeah, I think uh, that's a really good one. The plastic. Uh, for myself, I use a lot of glass when it comes to uh, storing food, uh, drinking containers and that kind of stuff. I try not to keep any plastic for that, especially uh, when heating it or putting it in the microwave, like which I don't like doing anyways. But definitely I would never put plastic into a microwave. Yeah, that's one of the biggest dangers, I think, around plastic. Anytime you heat it or cool it, uh, if you put it into the freezer and things like that, it tends to release some of the chemicals that are in, t- in it and uh, it contaminates the food that you're heating or freezing. Yeah, so plastic is definitely one. And on, on that same subject, the same would be with uh, cardboard and uh, styrofoam containers. So a lot of the times when we get food to go, that's the type of uh, uh, containers that they come in. And then, you know, a, a styrofoam, let's take a styrofoam, for example, maybe you've poured a hot coffee into a styrofoam cup and then realized when you got to the bottom of it that it was disintegrating. Exactly. Yeah. So what's happening is it's breaking it down and the chemicals that were made to create it are now going into uh, the coffee or the tea or what, whatever you're putting in there. If it's a hot meal, it's going into that food. So definitely something to watch out for. And whatever you can, try and avoid it. Um, coffee, tea, I'll always take a mug with me if I plan to have a tea out. So or drink it to drink, have it in a to-stay mug just so I don't have to go uh, drink from a plastic or styrofoam glass. Yeah, that's a really great way to get around that. Uh, just be aware of the container that you're using. And if you can bring your own, that I mean, that has a double benefit. You're helping the environment. You're using uh, reusable uh utensil and and you're also helping your health quite a bit yep totally so definitely uh, something to look out for because um, what we ingest goes directly into our bodies so uh, with the food thing it's big but then there's also the types of things that we put on our skin that we inhale and uh, we use to uh, freshen up the environment and that kind of stuff so let's dive a little bit into those first Um, what about like uh, skin products Skin products are an interesting one. I've I've never been the sort of person that liked to use skin lotions and things like that. It's just never appealed to me. Um, and I've had lots of dry skin as a result of it. But I just, ever since I was a kid, I think instinctively I knew there was some reason I shouldn't be putting this stuff on. Yeah, it's interesting that uh, we, we, I think we all have that intuitive instinct if we're able to uh, lean into it a little bit. Um, as for the dry skin, I, I always have that. I think it's a part of living in Calgary. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this, this type of climate. But yeah, they're full of fragrances. And these fragrances are uh, toxic for the skin. They come in through the skin and the body has to process it. And then what happens is the toxic builds up, especially when we're not active. Uh, our lymphatic systems and our bodily systems for detoxing aren't working too well. Yeah, exactly. And a lot of people sort of think of their skin as kind of a protective coating on their body, something like that. But the fact of the matter is, it's our biggest organ. You know, it's it's the most absorbed, the part of our body that absorbs things the fastest and most readily, and it's in the most contact with our environment. 
Yeah, hundred percent. Then once once it goes in the skin, like talking about like lotions, putting it on the skin, and then so I'm not generalizing here that all things are bad, but it's when the and it's generally the low grade, uh, the low cost, like the cheap ones, the home brand, the home brand grades are the ones that are usually uh, full of like uh, cheaper stuff, which is usually chemicals and toxins and that kind of stuff. So it's those ones that you really want to look out for. Um, it's the stuff we put on our skin, you know, uh, spraying into our hair, um, rubbing into our hair, that kind of all those types of body products, uh, including perfumes, because at that point, we're not only just getting it in through our skin, we then inhale it. So it goes into our into our lungs and it has to get processed through that channel. Yeah, exactly. You know, you mentioned perfumes. One of the other ones that comes to mind is deodorant. That's a huge thing people don't realize, especially like you said about the cheaper, more affordable uh, brands. Most deodorant co- uh, contains aluminum. And you put it on one of the most sensitive parts of your body where you're absorbing aluminum and you're building up heavy metals in your bloodstream as a result of it. Yeah, aluminum is a toxic heavy metal. And I think uh, uh, toxic heavy metals are one of the main things that come with inhaling uh, these toxic things like uh, mercury and copper. When those start building up, they really get in the way of, um, you know, your body feeling good. And as well as, you know, if you have viruses or infections or pathogens, anything like that, it really feeds those. Yeah, absolutely. You mentioned mercury and copper. I think that's a great segue to uh, food. You know, there's a lot of toxins we ingest through what we eat, uh, especially fish and things like that. Um, people tend to turn towards healthy fish um, as a, an alternative because of the uh, f- as an alternative to red meats and things like that, which is fantastic. But you have to be really careful about the source. Uh, when you're eating large fish like tuna, uh, swordfish, things like that, your chances of getting some serious mercury uh, buildup in your system is really big. Yeah, um, yeah, mercury is just it's just something that's it, it's kind of in in our in our bloodlines. I think uh, it gets passed down. Um, in our bloodline so a lot of the times we inherit it you know when we're born already and that's why it can add up so quickly so it's something definitely to be uh, aware of i think uh, the better um, fish to go for the better uh, better sea animals to go for are the deep water ones so uh, grouper snapper um, i eat a lot of like uh, wild caught salmon um and generally, the, the fish we go for is because they're they're more lean or they have higher fats, which is incredible. And it's awesome that they have that. But we do got to look out for uh, that mercury content. Yeah, exactly. And be paying attention. What the hell? To be paying attention to where things come from and uh, whether they're farmed versus wild. You mentioned wild-caught salmon. Like salmon is incredibly healthy, but farmed salmon is incredibly loaded with all kinds of stuff you really don't want to be eating. Yeah, talk about more chemicals, uh, more antibiotics. When we talk about farmed anything, from not just farmed uh, fish, any farmed animals, uh, you're talking about a lot of antibiotics and that kind of stuff, which Canada isn't as bad as some other countries. But um, definitely uh, something to be aware of when we're buying conventionally raised animals. Yeah, absolutely. Um, While we're on the topic of food, there's also pesticides and things like that in terms of produce and the things we eat. 
industrial farms these days rely heavily on chemicals to get things to grow to the size and the color and the shape that people want to buy. And that's uh, some, another way we're ingesting huge amounts of toxins. Yeah, totally. Just to keep it, uh, preserve it for long enough to look good at the grocery store still or to make it up from uh, South America, to make it up to Canada. It's a big, it, they sit in the shelf for a long time. So uh, toxins or I'm not going to say toxins, but uh, there's, it's been sprayed with stuff which are toxic uh, to help preserve it and make it look better. Uh, delay the ripening or enhance the ripening whichever part of the stage of shipping they're at well exactly you've got that and then you've also say for example in the case of leafy greens nobody wants to buy greens with holes that have been chewed in them by slugs so they spray them with pesticides insecticides uh, that kill the insects that eat the greens well that chemical is still on those plants when we consume them yeah so with those uh raw foods the caution there is to uh clean them well wash them well uh, give them a good scrub and uh scrub maybe with apple cider vinegar i like to soak mine in water with apple cider vinegar for a few minutes give them a good wash before i ingest it uh, just to protect yourself from those types of chemicals yeah absolutely that's an important point is uh, most of these chemicals are not water soluble they're not meant, they don't want them to run off the plants uh, in the event of a rain. There's tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of chemicals involved uh, on some farms. So they have to stick to the plants. So when you're washing them, you really want to scrub. And if possible, use, like you say, something like apple cider vinegar or uh, baking soda solution in water is a really good way to help make sure you're getting um, a lot of that residue off. Yep. Totally. So that's a, that's a bit of an overview on, on the food part. Let's go back to some more products that are in the home. Uh, another big one is um, uh, air fresheners, perfumes and stuff like that to, uh, to change the, the smell of the air. Yeah, a lot of people go to aerosol cans and things like that uh, to deodorize a room. And the fact of the matter is, it doesn't really work for one thing and you're just you're literally spraying chemicals into the air and because you can smell them it's they're running into your respiratory system yeah those are those are terrible those are to me i think the worst things that you can possibly do for your house or car for that matter buying air fresheners to hang in your car those are so toxic for the body um, and you're getting a strong dose of it all the time so and also really easy to get around like there's there's natural products like uh, essential oils i'm a big fan of using essential oils uh, you know you can even use those topically a lot of them um, if you dilute them but essential oils is a good way to get around uh, those types of uh, things like the air fresheners and uh, the perfumes and the sprays and that kind of thing exactly and in the house you can use things like potpourri um, just naturally natural things that smell good anyway Keep them around your house and that will really help keep the air smelling pleasant and fresh without the harsh chemicals. Yeah. Plus it'll add some, it'll enhance it. It's not going to wear off and it's going to bring some, some health and vitality to, to your life and your plants or your, your well-being, whatever is happening in your house. Absolutely. Not to mention the cost benefits. You know, a couple drops of essential oil in a diffuser will do the same job as an entire can of aerosol air freshener. And when you really break it down, it's way cheaper. Yeah, 100%. And a lot of the times, you know, we, we've already mentioned that the cheaper products are sometimes the most detrimental. In fact, most of the time they are. But when we um, spend a little bit more 
to get a little bit more we're not only enhancing the immediate benefits we're also saving ourselves a lot of problems down the line that can be uh, extremely more costly much more costly than uh, the little bit more than we're uh, investing now to uh, Im- improve our health air quality whatever it might be yeah exactly you're going to spend a little bit more up front for some of these clean chemical free products but in the long run you're going to spend the money now or you're going to spend the money later when you have to go to the doctor and get treatments and take medications and all other all kinds of other things um, to treat the ailments that were caused by the chemicals yeah. Yeah. And, and even before you go to the doctor, like I see so many people that are uh, that have their monthly bills on, you know, going to the drugstore to get uh, uh, for allergies and, um, you know, over the counter stuff just to be able to deal with the symptoms that come up from uh, the adverse uh, choices. Yeah. Or, or the adverse, you know, things that you, you it's things you wouldn't even think about oftentimes, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know, people's people's systems are so busy fighting off all this stuff that they're being thrown every single day that you get some pollen in the air and that's the last straw. And then you end up having terrible allergies, terrible hay fever. And I mean, it does happen for some people regardless, but for most people, allergies can be eliminated by living a cleaner life because your immune system is better prepared to fight off the problems when they come up. Yeah, 100%. Like no matter where your health is at, your body is always trying its best to fight for you know it's fighting for you it's trying to become healthy and as long as we can support that in the right type of way we can achieve that again yeah exactly you know the human body has a remarkable will to live and it's evidenced by the fact that we're able to live as long as we do in the world in its current state i mean there's no two ways about it if our bodies weren't good at surviving we would be dead very soon very young yeah but the fact is that people are dying younger and younger all the time and they're getting sick and these terrible chronic illnesses earlier on in life. And I mean, that to me is a sign that something's not working. Yeah, there's something definitely. Um, I know this this episode or the, these topics that we talk about here, they may be a little bit daunting, um, a little bit liberating to understand. But it is so crucial to know because it's important. It's important to our health. Like uh, nobody wants to keep sweeping things. It's easy to sweep things under the rug, but eventually, you know, that rug needs to get moved. Well, that's just the thing. You know, we we are lucky enough to live in Canada where we have free universal health care. But let's be very honest about it. The way human health is deteriorating at the rate it's going and the cost of keeping people alive now, we're not going to have universal health care forever. We just simply can't afford it. Yep. And uh, it's, our, it's up to us. It's our responsibility to do the things we can now in, uh, at this stage in our lives to keep ourselves healthy in the long term and make sure that when, it comes, when we get to the older years, we don't need to rely on that health care. Yeah. Yeah. Healthcare is uh, just a name, really. Like the care of health is really in your own or in your best interest. Really? So and then to go into uh, a little bit further into like some cleaning products now. Yeah. Um, so, so the type of stuff that we might use like on the windows, floors, um, you know, uh, cleaning, even even like those sprays that we use, like to wipe the kitchen counter and that kind of stuff, which is even worse when you use it in the kitchen, because then we not only uh, ingest it and or sorry, not only uh, inhale it and get it on our skin, topically uh, uh, get it into our body. We also, um, you know, increase the risk of getting it into, onto our food or onto our plates where we're uh, then later on eating it. 
Yeah, exactly. And cleaning products are one of those things people don't really think a whole lot about uh, the toxins in them. You know, some of the stuff you use in the bathroom, for example, um, toilet bowl cleaner, things like that are very noxious chemicals. And yes, you're not necessarily going to ingest it, but as you're using it, you're inhaling it, you're getting it on your skin, you're absorbing it. And uh, it's a very terrible uh, thing with very serious potential side effects. Yep. 100%. 100%. Yeah, it's like, I think of, you know, sometimes you go into a store or uh, say into a shop, we'll use a shop, for example, you go into a, a mechanical shop, and it smells really strong, like, like fumes and petrol products and that kind of stuff. And right away, it's, it, it hits your nostrils, you know, right away that it's not very clean, it's not very healthy. But after you spend 10 to 15 minutes in there, uh, it kind of goes away, you don't really notice it anymore. So it's another one of those things, it, even though you don't notice it, it's still present and it still has those detrimental effects. Absolutely. Uh, so in terms of cleaning products, I mean, most, most things you're going to find on the shelf at the big box stores and things like that, although I shouldn't say that, it's getting better now. You can find cleaner products out there, but most things are just loaded with chemicals. What are your, some of your favorite ways to get around that? Well, my favorite uh, cleaning product is uh, Dr. Bronner's. Uh, which is a pretty common product. It's uh, out of uh, United States, but it's pretty commonly found in all over Canada and I think in various countries, not 100% sure on that. Um, but then there's also just using simply like uh, vinegar, with white vinegar with warm water when you're cleaning floors, windows, glass, that kind of thing. Yeah, vinegar, uh, lemon juice is another really powerful uh, degreaser that a lot of people don't think about. Uh, orange peel, uh, uh, Orange peels. Um, a salt, even yeah. just a just a nice salt scrub mixture to get the more baked on grease and things like that off of off of pan pots and pans and stoves yeah. and glass. Yeah, totally. For keeping it natural, you, um, keep those lemon peels or those orange peels uh, when you uh, drink them or eat them. Uh, keep all of those and soak them in a glass of water, and uh, that's an exceptional cleaning product. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and if you want them to smell nice, put a couple drops of essential oil in with your water solution and there you go. You have a beautiful smelling, very effective, often more effective than some of the industrial cleaners that you can get. Um, and it's healthy. It's safe. Yeah, it's 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 more uplifting. You know, those types of smells, they're more uplifting. Uh, some of the, the perfumes and that kind of stuff, they may kind of you know they smell nice some of them kind of thing but when you fr- uh, smell like fresh lemon or fresh orange it's actually uplifting for the spirit it's not just like a, a, you know like say like eating a chocolate bar it's kind of it's kind of nice in the taste buds but it really doesn't do anything for your soul it doesn't do anything for your spirit it doesn't do anything for your metabolism your digestive tract it's the same thing with here when we use a natural product or a natural plant it has some uplifting and invigorating effects that go way beyond of just uh, the superficial smell or the superficial taste yeah absolutely it's like that it's that instant gratification versus that long-term benefit yeah um what are some other products uh do you have any other ones that you uh, like using um, I really just try to avoid using most products, you know, I just good old soap and water and, and a gentle soap, um, uh, for most things. And like even a damp cloth for most, like most general cleanups, I don't buy into that whole, that you need to disinfect everything and all that kind of stuff. In fact, I think disinfectant is one of the reasons people are, get so sick 
a lot of times their immune systems don't get chances to practice um in terms of like deodorants and things like that i just i'm very careful to watch for products that don't have aluminum and other heavy metals and chemicals in like i mentioned i don't wear uh, lotion or things like that on my skin most of the time um another one is sunscreen um i i spend yeah, that's a big one i spend a huge amount of time outside i'm a landscaper by trade and it's one of those things that everybody always freaks out about the sun and the uv rays but they they turn to sunscreen immediately without thinking about the fact that there's some seriously toxic chemicals in sunscreen yeah 100 percent. like sometimes it is important to protect yourself but just because we go out to the sun right away um we don't need to put suntan or sun uh, screen on right away like if we're going out there for 15 20 30 minutes uh, or a, a period during the day or time that's not quite long enough for the skin to burn it's not really essential that we use sunscreen in fact it blocks a lot of the of the sun and the vitamin d so it's best to not use it but then when we do um, it's important to not get sunburned as well because that can have its detrimental effect as well it's uh, important we choose a cleaner sunscreen and there uh, it's pretty easy to find like uh, i don't really have any brands that i'm going to mention but just simply reading the ingredients and even if you don't know what they are yet you'll quickly get a pretty clear understanding of what types of things that you're surrounding yourself with or putting onto your skin yeah i mean take a note from the hawaiians they've recently banned chemical sunscreen in hawaii because they were finding that it was killing the reefs people putting it on and going into the water they they use just plain white zinc Put a little on your nose wear a nice big hat to keep your head covered like the people really underestimate the benefits of just covering up when you're going to be in the sun for a long time yeah wow no way i didn't i didn't realize that they banned that but that's a pretty big statement right there yeah say. And, and don't quote me on that i heard it somewhere i don't know for sure i haven't personally researched it but yeah still it's something that's uh, to be considered and this is all this is really about it's about increasing the awareness it's not really about being right or wrong or you know it, it's just about increasing the awareness and being able to protect yourself especially when you're somebody uh, you know as we said once you're healthy you don't really think about this kind of stuff right you're just like hey whatever my buddy's going to deal with it sometimes it adds up but sometimes when, we, uh, when we're faced with certain health challenges or certain conditions or finding that certain symptoms are getting worse and we can't really track down why this is actually happening, uh, sometimes it's important to look a little bit further, you know, past the, the, diet, the diets and the lifestyle practices. We can look at some of the other um, chemicals and toxins that we get surrounded by. Yeah, that's a great point. It's just, it's just about being aware. And sometimes it can get overwhelming to think about all this stuff and to realize just how surrounded by it we are. And it's tempting to give up because of that. But if we can really just pay attention to the toxins around us, do whatever we can to limit them, and just really uh, live our lives in a way that is as doing the best job we can yeah 100 percent. i think there's actually another quick one that just came to mind that i want to mention before we sign off is uh radiation so this is what's coming off of uh, your cell phones um your uh, wi-fi boxes and uh, any cellular device or wi-fi device there's a radioactive signal and those penetrate your body and uh, they don't have good effects on on your cells so something else to be aware of is uh, 
the radioactive signals that are on like cell phones and uh, Wi-Fi boxes. Yeah, that's a huge one, you know, and I think we could do a whole episode in itself. And I think we actually have done a whole episode on that. So pay, it, it might not be out yet, but pay attention and watch for our technology safety episode. We'll take a real deep dive on that. Yeah, awesome. Uh, get yourself educated on that. And uh, just for now, like, you know, we can't get away from cell phones. Uh, just uh, keep them out of your room. Uh, keep them away from your head as much as you can. Uh, don't really sit with them, you know, on your on your head, near your organs, that kind of thing. Uh, one of the practices that I do. And uh, I also unplug my Wi-Fi box overnight. So there's a couple of things that you can do to uh, protect yourself as much as possible. Yeah, exactly. It's just really about limiting our exposure in whatever way we can. Uh, we live in a very toxic world in more ways than one. And if we can limit our exposure however possible, we're going to have the best chance of surviving it. Yeah, 100%. As we said, our buddy's always fighting for us and always trying to get our best. When we make better choices and enhance it with healthy lifestyle practices like getting outside, getting some natural light, uh, getting some sunlight into our eyes and moving our body around a little bit, uh, we can really get some powerful effects from doing those little things. Exactly. I think really the best thing you can do is just live primal. 100%. So until next time, stay primal. Tune in next time for more Primal Conversations.